If you make a small choice every single day of the year, it ends up changing your entire lifestyle. Should I tell them how we do it? Let's let's talk about how we do our goals. Yes. That sounds better than how we do it. How my mind went to a weird place there. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Couple Things. With Sean and Andrew. A podcast all about couples. And the things they go through. Today, we have our annual talk about goals. Goals. Um, it's something we are very passionate about. We started this, ooh, six years ago? No. Yeah. Five years ago? Five. five. Five years ago. And it honestly has changed our life. And I don't mean <laughs> to be dramatic, but it truly has. It's one of our favorite things that we do each and every year. And I think... It's because we have and dedicate a full day to doing this. A full day. That that it's so special to us. Like there's there's no other day we get in a year like this. Fun fact about our day this year. It was still incredible. It was almost made more incredible because <laughs> in the middle of our goal setting process day, we got a call from one of our best friends that was like, he called me <laughs> and he goes, are you with Andrew? And I was yeah. like, yes. He's like, I can't get a hold of him. I was like, he's right here. And he goes, my wife is having our baby. Yeah. I need a ride. Cause it was also a blizzard out. And I was like, okay, we got to pause this. Babe, you're like emergency Uber right now. Yeah. They didn't have a car to get to the hospital cause of snow. So yeah. they called on me and that was a nice little plot twist. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. Um, but if you remember last year we did this episode and we mm -hmm. wanted to revisit this because we revisit it every year. And also we have a lot of new listeners. Mm -hmm. So to share welcome to the family, yeah, welcome to the family to share why we view this as so important and what our process is in setting goals uh, was something that we wanted to kind of revisit. So, but before we get started, if you haven't yet, please subscribe. Yeah. And give it a rating on whatever platform, whether that's a thumbs up on YouTube or, yes. uh, you know, Apple Podcasts has their own rating system. There's too many now. There's I'm like, lot. are you liking it? Saying uh, yeah. this is cool, subscribing or follow. I don't know what to do anymore. That it's I don't, I don't think you've ever done the subscribe part. I haven't. Yeah, that was a, you did it really well. You should Thanks. take that over. I'm not gonna lie. When I was saying it, I was like, do people subscribe to podcasts <laughs> or is it like a yes, yes, listen. they do. Okay. It's a Anyways, let's jump right into it. All right, so. From a high level, mm -hmm. some of this is going to sound obvious, but goals are important because yes. studies show that people who set goals are typically more successful, more motivated, and more focused. So whether you're an athlete, a CEO, any type of high performer, they all set goals. And I think that's a major reason that contributes to their success, just mm -hmm. because you have to have a plan in order to accomplish a plan. And I feel like if you make a plan in general, you're five steps ahead of a lot of other people. So to sit down and actually think about where you're going is really important. It can also raise your self-confidence. We read this in data um, it, because it shows that you're capable of achieving like hard things. And when you set goals, you go from like living this like autopilot life to actually having a purpose. And you can really choose on a daily basis what is um, meant for you and what's not. And I say all of this because this sounds a little preachy. Like we know what we're talking about. Right. But I almost feel like we are with this because we have seen this work in the past five years. And I know I said that dramatic statement of like it has changed our life, but it truly has. So five years ago, Andrew and I, what? No, no, no. I'm just, go ahead. 
I was just about to start preaching myself, but I, I know I, yeah. I could preach on this topic. <laughs> it is truly one of the best days ever. Um, five years ago, Andrew and I were married. Uh, we were bouncing around with the whole like NFL life. We were trying to do the YouTube thing. We were balancing all of these things and we sat down and it was new year's Eve and we we're like, okay, let's do, let's do goals. Let's like write these out. And we spent six hours at a coffee shop doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have this whole system. We'll tell you how we do it. But we were, we wrote out all of our goals for life. And back then when we wrote out our goals as it pertained to like finances and family and where we wanted to live and how we wanted to see our life, we noticed that we weren't living our life, how any of our goals were written out. And that sounds dramatic, but it was basically like there were so many drastic changes we wanted to make in our life because we weren't necessarily not happy, but we just weren't living the life that we wanted. And now fast forward five years, it's cool. We go back and we read like our goals every year and they're getting more nuanced and more specific and they're actually reflecting what our life looks like. And we're able to do that because we've, we've, the first year we set some wildly different goals in mm-hmm. what we were living. So we were way off. But then when we revisited our goals the next year, we were able to be like, Hey, you know what? Uh, hanging out with friends five days a week was realistic, but I do think that one or two times a week is something that we're interested in. And so you're able to just kind of tweak and do maintenance on those goals uh, after you already have a foundation set. Well, and I think something we have learned over the past five years in doing the goals is that you, we, everyone, you're offered so many opportunities on a daily basis. Do you want to go hang out with your friends? Do you want to hang out with your family? Do you want to go to the movies? Do you want to have a date night or cook in? Do you want your kids to go to preschool or not? Do you want to... Like there's so many choices that you can make on a daily basis and you can get so lost so easily in saying yes to things that don't really suit you. But in the moment, you don't know why you should say yes or why you should say no. And something we've noticed in doing our goals as a family is that it's made those daily choices a lot easier for us because even though it might seem like a really small choice, if you make a small choice every single day of the year, it ends up changing your entire lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And so it's been able to kind of put us on a path of a life that we have envisioned and dreamed and planned for ourselves. And so we can every year look back and be like, wow, we did exactly like what we planned and it makes you feel good. Yeah. Uh, They do say that setting goals actually does make you feel good. It releases dopamine when you achieve a goal. Mm -hmm. Uh, So like it's almost you're setting this little gingerbread trail of dopamine uh, releases as you set goals, but also, so obviously from an individual standpoint, goals can help, but from an, from a couple standpoint and Mm -hmm. relationship standpoint, I found it really helpful for us as well, especially as we are settling into this parenting routine. Um, just because it feels like we're taking on a project together Mm -hmm. as opposed to stumbling through each and every day. So like we can now, um, work, and help each other achieve a certain goal. So if Sean wants to, you know, uh, have a girl's night once a week or work out three times a week, uh, I can, when she wakes up and says, oh, I'm not going to go to work out, I'll be like, hey, well, you, you did say that you wanted to work out three times a week. And that comes out way less <laughs> aggressive than like, go work out. Cause you said, you know, yeah. it's like, there's something specific that you can point to and you, you kind of build these uh, patterns and habits together. I also think too, we've talked about those um, monthly checkups that we do where we find a safe space. We go to a coffee shop once a month and we're like, Which, here's way, some things we've been slacking. I know we haven't done those slacking, and we need to, but 
those moments every month are made so we can kind of reevaluate and kind of point things out in each other that we want to work on. And with the New Year's goals, something that I think is really cool is something something really special about having a spouse is being able to celebrate your spouse's passions. And you don't necessarily on a daily basis get an opportunity to be like, hey, babe, what are your dreams in life? I mean, between kids and everything that just kind of gets pushed to the side, which yeah. sounds sad. But when you do your New Year's goals and when you do goals in general, I actually get to see a glimpse into who you are and who you want to be. Yeah. And I can go back and read them every day or once a month and be like, oh, actually, he hasn't been able to go to men's group once every four weeks like he really wanted to. How can I support him better in that? And I think overall, mm. it allows you to be a better spouse because you can help your spouse become who they want to be better. You're making me a little emotional. Yeah, 100%. I'm about to tear up. I'm not kidding. You're making me emotional. That's how. So all I'm saying at the end of the day is if I if I get my girls night, <laughs> then I'm You just kidding. ruined my moment. Legitimately, I was about to. I know. I was I, trying to I, <laughs> get you off the edge there. One last thing. So I've, I'm big into books. I read 45 books last year. Uh, my goal this year is to read 52. The reason I know <laughs> that number is because I wrote it down in my goals last year and this year, uh, which again is a, is a supportive, uh, you know, support for why you should do goals. But a lot of them, uh, whether it was Visioneering by Andy Stanley, which is a great book, whether it was Today Matters by John Maxwell, uh, Hero on a Mission by Donald Miller, who I think we'll actually have on the show. He's going to be on our show? Yeah. He's I'm pumped. cool. He's big time. Uh, or Man's Search for Meaning by Victor Frankel. Great All of these. Great, great movie. I wish it was a movie. Yeah, it should be. Maybe, maybe it is. Um, I am a big true believer that each and every one of you uh, was put here to make a difference and you are uniquely qualified to speak to uh, a group of people. It might be just to speak to one person uh, mm -hmm. in a way that can change their lives though and, um, and leave a really impactful legacy. So the first step to that is to kind of get yourself in the game and to realize what you want out of life. Why, like what talents are you uniquely given what, what, what is your story and sitting back and being reflective as in the setting of, of goals kind of puts you in that mindset. So anyway, I, I know that each and every one of you can change the world. It's just, uh, are you going to get yourself in the game or not? So, all right. As a kid, I used to love when my parents would sit down and play a game with us or do any activity. And right here in our hands, we have the KiwiCo box, which is the activity of all activities for young kids. The colorful chemistry set, to be specific. So with Drew and Jet and Bear, we try to have really intentional playtime. And that's hard because they're all different ages and kind of in different developmental kind of phases of life. I love with KiwiCo that each month we get boxes specific to their ages and kind of like the activity development phase that they're in. So each box, this one's the colorful chemistry set. Um, this has to do with science, but especially with Bear, it can be really hard with a four month old to know like how to interact with him where he needs to be at four months old. And I love in these crates, they actually have cards that say, here are activities or things you can do specific to Bear that will help him identify colors or whatever it is. I love KiwiCo. There's always something new for kids to discover, like learning about the science of ice cream, engineering robots, or doing science experiments, which our kids have loved yes. recently. Sean is currently holding, as she said, the colorful chemistry kit, which has provided hours of entertainment for our kids. They look forward to their new crate every month, and this one kept him really engaged. 
we got to experiment with mixing oil and water, mixing different colors, and watching how different things react. It was so fun. We basically created our own little chemistry lab with the kids, and we could feel their excitement when they got to play around and mix things together. Plus, it barely made a mess, so it was really quick to clean up and to use again another day. It can be hard to find creative ways to keep your children engaged, challenged, and off their screens, but KiwiCo does the work for you, so you can spend quality time tackling projects together. Redefine learning with play. Explore projects that build confidence and problem-solving skills with KiwiCo. Get 50% off your first month of any crate at KiwiCo.com when you use code COUPLE. That's 50% off your first month at KiwiCo.com. Promo code COUPLE. Today's show is brought to you by Noom. Can you believe that it's 2022? And here we are with two kids, babe. Uh, It is so hard to believe, but I'm glad that we took the time to sit down and write out our goals for this year because, man, they keep us on our feet. I know. We're doing a whole episode on it. And with it being a new year, there are so many goals that people have. But did you know that some stats say that only 8% of people keep their New Year's resolutions? Most say that they quit because they didn't have a plan or it's just too difficult to fit their lifestyle. That is where Noom comes in, babe. Noom is a different new way to get healthy and to achieve your goals using proven psychology and cognitive behavioral therapy practices. You heard that right. As a leading expert in behavior change, Noom leverages a powerful combination of human coaches, psychology, and science to empower people to take control of their own health. They really give you the terminology uh, to know what's happening, like when you're sitting on, on the couch watching TV and you just consume calories. Mm-hmm. They have a word for that. They call it fog eating, but it's things like that where you're like, oh, this is what I'm doing right now and I should probably stop if it's to help my goals. So anyway, Noom is also very convenient because it just takes 10 minutes a day. Take your free 30-second quiz today at noom.com slash eastfam or click the link in the description to get started now. That's n-o-o-m dot com slash eastfam. We'll also link it down below. And when it comes to setting your goals, a big question we ask our we ask ourselves when we're writing these down, and it'll make more sense when we go through our categories. But it's like, why do you want to achieve your goal? Is it because you feel pressured by someone else, or is it actually like who you want to be? And it allows you to kind of talk that through with someone. Um, I think another really fun thing too is going back to when we started this five years ago. Um, we were leading a very different life, like I said, than what we wanted. And it was really cool to see these like little goals that I would put down of, I want to start a YouTube channel or whatever it was. And you just slowly work to becoming like the better version of yourself. Yeah, exactly. Um, and you know, the, the phrasing of these goals is important too. So saying I want to get in shape like what does that actually mean for you because that there's a whole wide range of spectrum that could mean running three miles or or bench pressing a certain amount of weight Sean I know that's a big one for you you want to you know (laughs) I will say we actually do we do a health um category and one of my goals last year was to have a healthy pregnancy Mm -hmm. when it came to like the amount of weight gained and what I ate and make sure like I took care of the baby praise the lord that was achieved yes and then Um, I also put a goal of like, by the end of the year, I wanted to be to like a certain weight. And when it comes to those types of goals and the goals that we put on our goal sheet, nothing is concrete. Everything is kind of like a, this is where I picture myself, but we give ourselves a lot of grace and knowing that life is crazy and messy and 
you're not setting a, a milestone for yourself that has to be achieved. It's more so to keep you on the right path. To, to put you on a path. So like to put what, you on a what path, is the yeah. end result? Like if you're forecasting, okay, five years from now, if I hit that goal, what does this look like? Like you walking down that path has big ramifications, whether you hit that exact number or whatever you're rooting for or not, like you're, you're working towards it and you're on a path, which yeah. makes all the difference. So there you go. Okay. Before we jump into like all of these like anecdotes and stuff, should I tell them how we do it? Let's, let's talk about how we do our goals. Yes. That sounds better than how we do it. How my <laughs> mind went to a weird place there. Okay. So we started this process, um, five years ago, we made up this kind of like way to do this five years ago and we've stuck to it and it works because it allows you to not overthink things um and just kind of like get straight to the point so as you're listening pull out a sheet of paper or pull up a google doc and mm -hmm. follow along we're going to give you the exact uh sections that we set goals for and what are some of the things that we put on there for ourselves again you can make whatever tweaks uh to your exact situation you need to but i think this would be super helpful to kind of uh get your template started. And we can also link just a, a, a generic Google doc template for our goals down below. So go ahead. Yes. So if this is your first time doing this, which I'm going to assume it's everyone's first time and you don't have to do it on new year's, you can do it any time of the year. We the categories <laughs> we chose to do goals for are finances, travel, family, friends, marriage, health and fitness, philanthropy, Home, faith, business, personal, and now we've added kids. Yes. So that sounds like a lot, but bear with me. So we wrote out all of, all of those categories. And if you are doing it yourself, you can add more categories. You can take them out, whatever kind of like is specific to your life. But those are the categories that we kind of wanted to do goals around. First thing we do after we have those categories established is sit down and kind of pray we kind of hold each other's hands and be like, hey, Lord, please give us the wisdom to, to set wise goals uh, and honoring goals that actually have a purpose and have meaning. We do that together. And I feel like that is an important step for us getting on the same page and kind of like taking a step back. What do we actually want out of life? Yeah. And then the way we go about this is we set a timer and we give ourselves five minutes. So I literally set a timer five minutes counting down. And you have five minutes under each category to write out all of your goals. So we'll say, okay, finances, five minutes starts now. When those five minutes are up, you're done. Like move on. Because I feel like if you give yourself 10, 15, 20, 30 minutes or an hour per, per category, you start really overthinking things and getting into the weeds of it when that's not important. It's like the main goals that are more important. So once the five minutes is done, you're done and you move on. Then you would say, okay, are you ready for the next one? Travel. Ready? Five minutes starts. Go. And you go category by category until you're done. After that, we start over. We go way back up to the top and we start sharing it with each other. And we start sharing like, this is the goals that I wrote for finances. What do you think of it? And you just kind of go back and forth and you go through your entire sheet. And after we go through our entire sheet, we kind of combine them both so that one, I know what his goals are and two, he knows what mine are. And then we kind of make this community um, family goal sheet that we can follow for the rest of the year. Yeah. Now, the cool thing is the next year when you're do like when you're doing it your second year, you actually get to go back. And another part that we do 
is we go through last year and we say, how did we do last year based on our goals? Mm -hmm. Were we unrealistic? Were we realistic? Did we not set high enough goals or dreams? What do we want to do? And then you like build off of that, which is really fun to do as well. Yeah. And so now, even though us editing the goals is kind of a quicker uh, experience for us than originally setting them that first year, we spend about three hours reviewing last year, going yeah. line by line saying, hey, you know, we took this trip with these people. Do we want to do the same thing next year? And it again, it's so fun and so special to have these conversations with Sean to hear like, oh, I see that you wanted to you want to take uh, two trips this year. Tell me why. Do you feel like we didn't travel last year? Do mm -hmm. you feel like how does it you know, we talk a lot about feelings and all of this stuff, but it, it unlocks reasons to have discussions that otherwise wouldn't be had. And it's fun, you know, to, to kind of take the five minutes for each section uh, and quickly write through the top things that come to your mind um, initially. They say, you know what you truly want, you know, when you flip a coin and yeah. the coin's in the air to, to kind of do your, your first impression or your first instinctual, this is what I want, reveal something about, you know, you mm -hmm. and this is the only day of the year that we do this for each other and have discussions about it. Okay. To give people an example, pick out your top three goals you wrote down for this year or like three of your favorites. Okay. Well, so for, um, for travel, yeah, we always do Christmas experiences mm -hmm. um, where instead of giving Christmas gifts, we, we write down three dream trips each that we'd like to take last year. We didn't do any of them. Yep. And so this year, I would like to do one of our Christmas experiences, which include going to Disney, going to the California coast or going to Europe. That's one of them. What's okay. yours? Um, mine's under travel as well. It's been, I think four years since we've done this, but my, like one of my top dreams and goals this year, but I know we can't control all of it. It's to do a, a <clears throat> oh. <laughs> it's to do a Tijuana mission trip with our family. Um, so Andrew's older brother runs, helps run like a mission down in Tijuana. It's one of the most special experiences. I want to take so many of our friends and go down there and do a fun mission trip, especially with our kids. I think it would be incredible. Another one of my favorite ones was I wanted to do our Thursday night date nights, 40 out of the 52 weeks that are in a year. Mm -hmm. So that leaves room for one time a month us missing, but we're going to hit hopefully uh, at least three of the four weeks in a month. Mm -hmm. And that includes like, Hey, we're, we're making room for sickness or Sean traveling or whatever it is. Like I want to hit 40 out of 52, which last year I think we did 36. So yeah, still pretty good. Not bad. Um, another one that I put just to give you like ideas of goals we put in there. I put, I wanted to, um, really work on myself this year because I've spent the past two, three years pregnant and having babies. It doesn't leave a lot of room for like me time. So I said I wanted to go and do some sort of like spa, which is like get my nails done um, like once every four or five weeks if possible. That feels reasonable. It, it, is, love... it can be bougie, but I I really want to be able to take care of myself more this year. You've made so many sacrifices for our family. I would love <laughs> to to make that happen for you. This is another one, another one in our family. I wanted to cook home dinners three mm -hmm. times a week. Um so that's us making our own meal. I realized that cooking, I'm a big, I'm big into puzzles. That's what we always used to do growing up. And I feel like cooking is my new form of that mm -hmm. where it's like, you don't have to think that much. 
you don't have anything else in your mind. There's no phone involved. Just like you're locked in doing something. And it feels so good to actually eat a meal that you prepared. And then a couple others that are my favorite. We want to potty train Drew this year. This is under kids. Crazy under kids. Um, We want to teach Drew how to ride a bike. And we want to help Jet learn how to walk. Wow. Again, we have, we probably have a total of like 500 goals on here. Um, Those are just a a few, but again, they can be massive. They can be small. They can be little tiny things. They can be personal. They can be for you, for your family, for your marriage, for your dogs, for your house, for literally anything. But it kind of helps just give you that path to stay on for the entire year. Yeah. And and it builds a little anticipation too. So Mm -hmm. like, you know, it gives me something to look forward to of, oh, we get to potty train Drew. Like I wouldn't have thought of that necessarily so explicitly had it not been for us writing it down. Um, So yeah, that's, that's how we do it. And I'm a big, I hate deleting things or throwing things away. So what Sean and I do is we each have our own Google doc that we'll write our individual goals on. And then when we discuss each section we'll come up with a third kind of master goal doc Mm -hmm. that is like oh sean said she wanted to take six trips i said we want to take two trips we'll discuss and be like you know what four trips feels fair uh and here's where we would like those trips to be so and when when we go back through and we start debriefing all of the goals that we've written down and we're recapping last year that's when we go into specifics so like i was saying when you have those five minutes and you're writing down your big goals you don't have to worry about getting into the weeds. When you go back through with your spouse or your person, um, that's when we start to think about, okay, we want to cook three home-cooked meals a week. Yep. Are we going to, how do we make that happen? Do we plan the meals on Sunday? Do we go grocery shopping on Monday? What's like a, a realistic way that we can set ourselves up for success in reaching that goal? Or another one is like, I wanted to do a girl's night once a week. So we put, we actually went back through and we put that on the calendar. He wants to do a men's group. We put that on the calendar. It kind of just, it sets you up so that you don't get all the way, you know, into October and you're like, wait, I really wanted to do this this year. Why didn't it happen? Yeah. And you just kind of go through the details of it. Yeah. And so that transitions us into like the real life implications of what do we do now that we have our goal set is like, as Sean said, we are in the phase and not everybody is. We're in the phase of life where... <laughs> we're very routine oriented just because (laughs) we have our kids are (laughs) so like they're going to be on the nap schedule. We kind of know what that's going to look like. Um, and so we have already started, which is new for us this year, but we have reached out to the people who we might take trips with, whether it's my brother or my parents or whoever, or our friends and said, Hey, we're putting trips on the schedule. Yeah. Trying to go to Disney in June. Yeah. Are you free? And then like you actually have that locked in, Yeah, which actually it, it obviously drastically increases the probability of that trip happening as opposed to like saying, oh, I'd like to take a trip to Disney this year. Okay. Good luck. I feel like first it's so easy as because life is so busy to get to December and to get to holidays or Thanksgiving or Christmas or new year's and look back on the year almost in disappointment and be like, Oh, I really wanted to do this with my kids. Why didn't we do it? Like or, the, one of the things in our family is a daddy daughter Valentine's breakfast. Mm-hmm. So that's going to happen. But it is, it's really easy to see your entire year just kind of be washed away and to think, oh, if only we could have done this and this and this. And I feel like having those moments at the beginning of the year and being like, listen, this is what our life is going to look like this year. Let's try to make this happen. 
just kind of sets you up for a happier and more joyful experience where you can look back and be like, you know what? We didn't hit all of our goals. We hit maybe 5% of them, but they were things we were really excited about. Yeah. And we planned them and we made them happen. Yeah. And hopefully year after year, you can see that success rate go up a little bit more. Yeah. And for sure, the point of this is not to set goals only to be disappointed when you don't miss them. It is again, to set a path that you're going to walk down. So even if you don't hit the goals, don't beat yourself up. Don't get angry at your spouse. It's like, Hey, you know what? We can improve on this uh, next year or we could be more realistic with this goal. I will say going back over our goals from last year, um, the whole disappointment side of it, the amount of times we wrote no pandemic um, was comical. (laughs) So you also have to take everything with a grain of salt and be like, life can hit you hard in the face and be like, this isn't going to happen. But again, it's just things to steer in the right direction. I also think too, for us, the monthly checkups and the accountability side, having this like master passion compass. I don't know how to phrase that passion compass. There we go. Um, Makes it easier during the monthly checkups to be like, how is your book count coming? Are you getting in all the books that you need? Do you need more time to read? Which then allows me to tell her about the books I'm reading and that like you kind of get, we're not in this phase fully, but like six years in, you have to work to, continue to get to know somebody else so like this is what these goals do for us is like i'm still continually trying to learn about sean and it's this a fun way to do it the goals i mean this document now is kind of it's almost like a a form of a journal too Mm -hmm. where we can look back and be like um a reflect on the past year and like each of these lines sparks vivid memories of like oh jet or Drew walking, like we're going to try to hopefully help her accomplish that or, or whatever makes me think of that moment when she did mm-hmm. walk. Right. And it also is a funny glimpse into where we were at, in this phase of life. So, you know, we talk about, uh, one of these, our friend's goal was in five years ago to hang out with friends five nights a week. That's <laughs> can you imagine excessive. <laughs> like if we hang out with friends two nights a month now, Oh, that's not true. I don't know, babe. That's we hang out with friends on average once a week. Okay. But to say five times a week. But we were doing that. We were out with Josh and Chelsea all the time. Oh yeah. Every night. So we went over to Josh and Chelsea's house literally every day of the week. But it's just funny to see the 2018 version of Sean and Andrew and and where we were then. Um, anyway, it is crazy. I have mentioned this book before, but The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry, uh, written by John Mark Comer, um, talks about how, you know, the importance of setting aside a day to do the things that you most, a day a week, setting aside a day a week to do the things that you most enjoy in life um, is so important. Mm -hmm. And the first time that I actually tried to practice that uh, was really hard because I was like, I actually don't know what I enjoy about life. I usually kind of, stumble through like obviously I'm ambitious and I want to work and I love being with my kids but like if I had to write those things down what Mm -hmm. would that look like um was a good challenge and this goal setting session for us is us talking about the things that we most enjoy and find most important in life so it's cool 
Today's show is brought to you by Athletic Greens. Having two kids under basically two years old is exhausting and trying to find something to give me nutrition for energy is so hard to find. Athletic Greens is the best. And with just one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. Their special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, your recovery, focus, and aging. It helps with all the things. I mean, try to find another product that covers all of that. They also make it so convenient because they also have travel packs that you can just drop in your bag. That's right. And for those of you joining us on tour, Athletic Greens is actually the title sponsor. We're going to be providing samples for you there so you can try it and get hooked yourself. But don't just take our word for it. Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews and is trusted by leading health experts such as Tim Ferriss and Michael Gervais. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com forward slash eastfam. Again, that is athleticgreens.com forward slash eastfam to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. We will also link that down below. A couple of fun facts here. About one in four Americans said they set goals by making New Year's resolutions in 2020. Wow. Um, the most common goals were exercising, improving, di- improving diet, saving money. Um, I will say that is something that we were both challenged with the first time we did this is I think it's been ingrained in our minds that New Year's resolutions are all about diet and health and money. Um, so when we had to when we tried to expand outside of that, it almost felt difficult. It was like, wait, there's more to life than those three things. Um, but it's been cool because over the years, those have actually become probably the smallest categories for us as far as like what we're excited about and purpose, yeah. purposeful about. Um, so I think it's really fun to kind of look outside those categories. Uh, another one says 188 million adults. Uh, say they're determined to set a personal goal in in an effort to better themselves this year. That's great. I love yeah. that. I love that stat. And thirty three um, people who write their wow thirty three percent people who write their goals uh, down are thirty three percent more likely to actually achieve them. I love that. I love that too. Here are some. Can I just give you some motivational quotes about goal setting Please. while we're here? Um, Bill Copeland says that the trouble with not having a goal is that you can spend your life running up and down the field and mm. never scoring. You got to have something. Like you got to you got to know what the what the score is and how yeah. you do it. Well, I actually feel like we felt that 5 years ago. Remember? I remember sitting down in that coffee shop and being like, "Why are we making money? What why are we, are we making money? <laughs> why are we doing the NFL thing? Why yeah. are we living in Oakland right now? Why are we like it was all of these questions. Like, where are we actually going with this? Mm, here's another good quote. Henry Ford says, obstacles are those frightful things you see when you take your eyes off your goal. Mm-hmm. When you walk, I felt this in parenting. Like, there's so many moments of frustration when the baby's crying or whatever. And then when I stay, take a step back and realize the purpose and like, hey, I'm doing this so that I can raise a responsible young child. That helps me make it through those difficult moments with the kids. Um, this one actually... Sounds like what we were just talking about. The thing about goals is that living without them is a lot more fun in the short run. 
It seems to me, though, that people who get things done, who lead, who grow, and who make an impact, those people have goals. Mm. Seth Godin. Godin. Wow. That's pretty great. Um, All right. We will continue to make this episode each and every year uh, because we think it's that important. So I hope that you have your Google Doc ready Mm -hmm. with all those different sections. And if you don't, you can find our template down below. Um, But we'll have all the different sections broken down. And if you go through those with your spouse, take however much time that you can afford. It might be an hour, might be a half hour, but set aside a time to go through these with your spouse. And I guarantee you Mm -hmm. that it will uh, teach you something about your significant other. And there will be some conversations had that have never been had. So that's all we have for you. I'm all jazzed up. Me too. I want to do it again. The goals? Yeah. Already this year, we're, you know, a couple of weeks into the, the year and I've revisited this goal sheet more in this first two weeks than I ever have before, where it's like, I'm continuing to make edits or kind of revisions, adding specificity to each one. I like that. Um, and it's been really helpful. Like it, it again, gives me purpose. So thank you for listening. Um, excited to, to hear what effect mm-hmm. this process has on you. Um, and make sure you stay tuned for next week because we have yes. a really fun episode. But if you haven't yet and you made it this far, subscribe to the show, give a rating on whatever platform you're listening to. That's all we have. I'm Andrew. I'm Sean. We are the East Fam. Out. All right, real quick for all of those listening out there, we don't ask for a lot of favors, I don't think, babe, do we? No. But we're going to ask you a favor today, all right? If you're listening to Couple Things Podcasts on Apple Podcasts specifically, Will you please do us this short, quick favor? We want to make sure you're staying up to date with our show, and Apple's latest iOS update has paused downloads for many listeners, and some of you have expressed our latest episodes aren't being recommended to you on Apple Podcasts anymore. So here's how to make sure you're getting your episode, and again, this is for Apple Podcasts specifically. Open up that podcast app on your iPhone. Search Couple Things and tap Our Shows icon. And then in the top right corner, you might see a plus follow symbol. If you do, tap it to resume following the show. If you get a prompt to, quote, turn on automatic downloads, say yes. That way, you'll get all of the episodes. Thank you so much, guys. We're so glad this update was brought to our attention because we want to make sure we're reaching as many of you as we can. Love y'all, and we really appreciate you doing this.